tortoise. Hello, I'm David, and this is the Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the World Health Organization has accused China of underrepresenting the severity of its coronavirus outbreak and the real number of deaths. So, what do we know about what's really happening? That's after a short break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. China has just announced a major nationwide easing of its zero-COVID policy, a week after protests against the controls spread across the country. In early December, After three years of trying to eliminate COVID altogether, Chinese officials announced they were dropping the country's zero COVID policy. For millions of people, life changed overnight. They were allowed to mix more freely. They were no longer forced to quarantine in government facilities if they had mild COVID symptoms. And testing for entry into most public spaces was scrapped. But the easing of these strict policies quickly led to a surge in cases across China. Beijing is facing its worst COVID outbreak after the government eased strict containment measures nearly two weeks ago. The chief of the World Health Organization says he's very concerned about the increase in cases of COVID-19 in China. Pictures and videos of Chinese hospitals began circulating on social media, showing patients in corridors and makeshift wards. Morgues quickly began to fill up, with families waiting for hours, often overnight, to secure a slot for cremating their dead loved ones. Pharmacies have largely run out of cold and flu drugs. Ibuprofen tablets have quadrupled in price, and a limit has been put on the number of pills each customer can buy. But despite all of this... Since lifting its zero-COVID policy, the Chinese government's official death toll has barely risen, which has made other countries and the World Health Organization suspicious. It's a really interesting and significant statement that we're getting from the World Health Organization. They're calling on China to share more data about COVID-19, and they're also warning that China is underrepresenting the true toll of its runaway COVID-19 outbreak. So what's really going on? China's changed how it counts COVID cases and deaths. COVID deaths are only counted if they're caused by pneumonia and respiratory failure. Deaths from other complications caused by COVID, such as blood clots, kidney failure and heart attacks, aren't included. And it's not just the official death toll that's suspect. It's the number of cases too. So we think actually in, in COVID is, is spreading more rapidly than those official numbers suggest, up to 2 million cases a day, and unfortunately up to um, around 15,000 deaths a day. This is Dr Louise Blair, 
Head of Vaccines and Epidemiology at Airfinity. Airfinity is a life science data analytics company, so uh, we gather all data on uh, different infectious diseases from lots of different sources to try and make sense of what's really happening uh, with an infectious disease in a, a region or a country. Their modelling, which is just a forecast, suggests that China's latest COVID surge hasn't peaked yet, meaning the daily death rate is likely to keep rising. And if the forecast is right, the figures are startling. There are currently 15,000 deaths per day, which already means more than 190,000 deaths across China since December. Put that alongside China's official death toll which claims just over 5,200 people have died in the past three years of the pandemic. Because we've done it on a province-by-province basis, we are expecting uh, two peaks. In some provinces, cases started growing a little bit earlier uh, and therefore will peak earlier in those provinces in comparison to other areas. You may have heard that Beijing currently going a really steep rise in cases, whereas more rural areas and provinces um, are maybe yet to see that uh, dramatic increase or the same level of infections at the moment. China's first peak is expected to be around 3.7 million cases a day in mid-January, with the second in early March at 4.2 million a day. 's estimated daily death toll is so high because the Chinese population has low natural immunity, despite having high vaccination rates. Partly that's because the government chose to only use vaccines that have been developed by China itself. They have uh, relied on more traditional vaccine technologies. All of this means other countries are now placing travel restrictions on people coming from China. The British government announced that all passengers travelling to England from mainland China will be required to produce a negative COVID test before boarding their flight. And Dr Louise Blair says that although infections in China are expected to peak in early spring, COVID isn't going anywhere. It is likely that once this is over, they will continue to see waves, just like we're seeing in other countries. It's how countries continue to manage ongoing um, COVID. For example, some countries are still seeing a significant impact. Japan has recorded its highest number of deaths in a single month in, in December. And it's how countries respond via boosters, via treatments, and how um, they can manage that situation going forward that will be important going into the future. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Imi Harper. While you're here, let me tell you about a new weekly podcast that comes out every Friday. It's called The News Meeting, and it's presented by Tortoise editor James Harding. Three journalists pitch the story they think mattered most that week 
and the editor picks a winner. In the latest episode, I have a go at convincing James that a week of chaos in the US Congress is the story to lead with. To hear how I got on, just search for The News Meeting wherever you get your podcasts and follow the feed to get future episodes. Tortoise. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 